Welcome back to the short series podcast. It is the eighth episode of the second season, guys. And today we are going to be doing a travel theme, which kind of just hit me and somehow that came out of my brain. But first of all, I would say go follow me on Instagram at short stories podcast. If you haven't already, where you can get notifications of when every podcast is posted every Tuesday. And I guess some announcements. Um, I just have some little short stories for you guys. I just went to the beach in a small place, a small town called Manzanita in on the Oregon coast. Whenever you go to the Oregon coast, never expect it to be sunny and 80. It's always going to be somewhat windy or cold or something. I mean, there was a day when we were walking around and it was really sunny, but it was also really cold when we went to the beach. <laughs> Not cold, sorry. I meant really windy and it kind of gets in your hair and everything. But something that happened there, there was this male Karen, if you know what I mean. There was, So it says mask zone, right? And it's like, well, why do we have to wear a mask if we're outside? Because we weren't even in the shops sometimes. We were just walking around. But anyways, so this guy comes up to us in a bicycle. And this older guy, he has a mask on, right? And we don't have our masks on. We're walking to a shop where we will put our masks on. And he goes, hey, everybody, you see everybody around here has masks on. Why don't you have a mask on? And we're like, okay. <laughs> like, you're like, he's like, don't you know you should have a mask on? Everybody else is wearing one. And we're like, yeah, no. But anyways, and then we walked to this shop without, then we put our masks on when we got to the shop. But this guy was such a Karen. He went over, we saw this couple that looked kind of older get out of their car. And the this guy, the biker, he comes, this red shirt biker comes over and it looks like he's telling them to put a mask on. They just got out of their car and they don't have a mask on. It was just crazy, guys. Okay. I mean, some people. Okay, today, first of all, we're going to be listening to this story corpse, which, I mean, doesn't have too much to do with traveling or vacations or whatever, but it's going to be on two sisters that enjoy life or something. And secondly, we're going to look at crime time with vacation mysteries. And third of all, I wrote a quick poem that's about like some sunny place that you could go to and just what that would picture like if you wanted to go there also i have started streaming on an app called twitch if you guys don't have it and if you do have it go follow me at osu beaver girl swag six because i am now streaming sometimes i will stream in real life you guys ask me questions it's totally a clean live stream if you start like cussing or anything i will be wanting to ban you which i can so and if you like only like nice people i guess on that because i want to make it a welcoming place for everybody and so i basically yeah i just talk about my life like oh i went on vacation oh i did this oh i did that or like oh let's do challenges or something okay so first of all 
The story Corpse is on two sisters on enjoying life. Instead of a drama or novella, make it a sitcom. It has this Martinez family with an Alua family. And the backstory is that Brenda Alua Martinez and her sister, Karina Alua, grew up in the Boyle Heights neighborhood of Los Angeles in the 1980s. Both of their parents worked prior to opening a bridal shop together. Irma worked as a seamstress in a factory and Arnulfo as a delivery truck driver. So the young sisters would often rely on public transportation to get to school. This also meant they would return home to an empty house. And then it shows a picture of the little kids, cute kids, when they were little kids. And then they started sharing some wisdom, I guess, in this. And we're going to listen to what they have to say. And it says, there was a need in our family for us to be independent. So let's check it out, guys. In this story, we hear from sisters, Karina Uyola and Brenda Uyola Martinez. They grew up in the Boyle Heights neighborhood of Los Angeles. Brenda wanted to share some memories with her daughters, Isabella and Camila. In 2010, they all sat down to have a StoryCorps conversation. Here's Brenda remembering how she and Karina got to elementary school. Mom would drop us off at about 7 in the morning, and we'd take a bus ride on the public transit. The RTD, the rough, tough, and dirty. Yeah. (laughs) Now I think about my girls and how little that really is to be 7 and 6, and your mom's going in one direction and you're going in another. I honestly think, I know that that's their situation, but that's kind of dangerous, guys. Like, if you're, like, uh, sending your little kids to go on transportation when there could be a big city full of bad people. I mean, wow. I have a question. Uh Would you guys ever, like, let us go on a bus on our own to school and just walk away and go, see you later? Never. No. I don't think my mom wanted to do that either. I think she did it because she had to. And I, I know I saw her once or twice with, tears in her eyes leaving us and having to do that because she needed to go out and work but she was very vigilant she knew what time we would get home and she would call us every 20 30 minutes and make sure ya comieron ya les dieron de comer a los niños (laughs) (laughs) are you fighting did you eat already what are you doing so we couldn't I mean, that's good that the mom actually checked on them. But still, like, leaving your little kids, like, five- or eight-year-old at home, I feel like that's too young, but at least where I am, that's kind of young. Get away with anything. Remember when we cracked that firecracker in the kitchen? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And we tried to clean it up, but we weren't good enough cleaners. I don't remember her being mad. I just remember it being something very serious that we better never do again. (laughs) <laughs> Were you guys ever scared to, like, have to be alone at your house knowing that it wasn't very safe? Many times. You guys had to be more independent than really I am now. Like, I still need help crossing the street. We most definitely were. I don't think it was because we were ready to be independent. It was because there was a need in our family for us to be independent. Regardless of how sad it was, I think it made us who we are. Rough, deaf, and dirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When you can, I think instead of making your life a drama or novella, make it a sitcom. You enjoy life much more when you look back and laugh at all the hurtful things that happened in your life. Yeah, and that's the only way you can move forward because if you end up dwelling on the past, you can never take a step in the forward direction.
Wow. That's a remarkable story. Like, these kids grew up, and they didn't have their mom to be around there because she was working. That's kind of like when kids nowadays, like, oh, they they have to be dropped off at school when their parents have to work. And with this whole online school thing, it's kind of a bother for those when they actually need their kids to go to school so that they could stay safe. I mean, some schools are safe and some probably aren't. But I think that, yeah, that definitely built them up. And they didn't want to just make everything a drama, even though they knew that it was kind of a hurtful situation. But they just pursued through it, and they made the best. They had fun out of it. Okay, we're going to be right back, and we're going to be looking at a story that I wrote. A poem, I mean. And also at some mysteries of people that happened on vacations. Be right back after the ad. Okay, guys, back from the ad break. So it turns out I actually found something probably better than just, like, people that are, like, you know, um, stories about, like, people and stuff. Let's look at, like, 10 true crime vacation destinations in the U.S. Like, don't you guys want to know where those are so you can maybe visit them as well? I mean, let's look... On this one website called Expedia.com, I know that they're, like, some vacation place. But, like, if you really want to go visit these places, definitely listen on in. So, for true crime fans, there's nothing like standing in the spot of an infamous murder or strolling the streets that was once stalked by these terrible people. Satisfy your morbid curiosity or see if you can solve a cold case on true crime tours from New Orleans to New York City. You can spend a night in a house or sites of these scandals and stuff. And here are the destinations. First of all, you can go to Chicago. First of all, I would say Chicago. I've heard about them. Uh, That's a really bad place. There's a lot of murders, a lot of bad stuff going down there. I mean, they probably have good, like, baseball teams and everything. But very scary to probably go visit. And looks like you go to this place called... So in Chicago, mobsters and murders, murders. Um, looks like the place is called Biograph, Victory Gardens Biograph, with its long history of mobsters and murders. Chicago makes a prime true crime vacation destination. Start with H. H. Holmes, one of the first documented serial killers in the United States, who lured people into his murder ca- murder castle in the nineteen ninety eighteen nineties, and while. The, all the bloody stuff is gone. You could still p- send postcards from the site. And the U.S. Post Office now operates over there. Uh, it looks like you can stand at the site of the St. Valentine's Day Massacre and see bullet holes from the murder of Heim Weiss. You also stop at the Biography Theater where there was a famous bank robber where he met his end probably talking about where he died or something or got caught and you can take bus tours and everything also next time you're in las vegas check out the mob museum for interactive exhibits and authentic artifacts of organized crime and law enforcement it's not called sin city for nothing i mean i don't like that it's like sin city i feel like portland's turning into that but i know that the like um Las Vegas and all that in Nevada, it's still pretty bad. Okay, 
Let's see. Let's look at some more crime locations that are, like, good for this. You can go to Los Angeles. And you could go to the Charles Mansion, the Men, uh, the Menendez, Menendez Brothers, the Black Dahlia. You need to spend at least a weekend in L.A. to take in all the sights at this true crime destination. Find out how the Biltmore Hotel and the Barclay Hotel are linked to gruesome murders, murders to a downtown L.A. murder mystery tour. Then you can go and like get something to eat, a bite to eat, or something to drink. But you can go see the 1871 massacre in Chinatown, the site there. If you don't want to do, like, ghost stories, which I would highly recommend not doing, you can do a crime scenes and scandals tour with the Hollywood and Beverly Hills with a private guide. Looks like in New York City, there's a true crime tours with the retired NYPD, which is pretty cool. You can step into... New York City's sordid history of organized crime on the heels of a retired New York City Police Department officer. Get the inside scoop of New York City's bad apples like Captain Kidd, Boss Tweed, John Gotti. I like don't know these people. Okay, guys. Uh, Leona Helmelsey and the Real Life Wolves of Wall Street on your New York City crime tour. Your retired police officer or detective guides take you to neighborhoods once run by criminals. Look and learn what it took to clean up after the city after decades of all this. For a true crime tour, you can do the mafia crime and food walk tour. And you get like pizza and like it looks awesome. You get some crime tales, fresh baked pizza, homemade mozzarella, and tasty meatballs. You could go to Dallas, Texas. For the JFK, John F. Kennedy Assassination Tour. The assassination of President John F. Kennedy on November 22, 1963 rocked the United States both politically and culturally. Head to the place where this national tragedy occurred in Dallas on a JFK assassination tour. Hear the facts. Visit the famed Grassy Knoll and discuss conspiracy theories with your expert guide. Then explore the 6th floor museum at Delaney P plaza where you can see the sniper's perch quote and further details of this tragic event you can go to new york new orleans in louisiana for true crime tours as well it's not all voodoo jazz and mardi gras in new orleans take a true crime tour walking of the french quarter to visit the violent past of the big easy which i don't think that i've heard of that you might need to grab um something to drink something to eat to get you through these details. Looks like that's an adults only one. There was another adults only one that I didn't mention, but I, I mean, I just did. Because we want this to be like family friendly, right? If you really want to see about this like true crime destinations, you can go to Seattle, true crime de- vacation destination. Several famous serial killers have called this area Seattle home, including Ted Bundy, the Green River Killer, and Robert Yates. Private Eye on Seattle offers two different true crime tours in Queen and in Capitol Hill. Go to the scene of the crime for both solved and unsolved murder cases across the city. Study up for your true vacation of the true crime vacation in Seattle by reading Anne Rule's The Stranger Beside Me, which details the life of the serial killer Ted Bundy from the perspective of someone who knew him. I think that's really crazy. 
I mean, I know who Ted Bundy is, this really bad dude. That's, like, the only, like, person I really know that's done so much bad. Besides Hitler and all that. Um, looks like you go to Fall River, Massachusetts, Lizzie Borden's house. This house, from the picture of it, I mean, it kind of looks creepy, like, old, but, like, also, like, a nice house. I don't know how to say it. And it looks like it was where somebody was, ooh, Something bad happened where there was, like, it looks like maybe it was, like, somebody named Lizzie Borden, if you know who that is. Looks like there was a whole, like, thing where there's a mansion and everything. I don't know. If you want to go there and see that. You can go to San Francisco to see serial killers in Alcatraz, where there's unsolved murder mysteries. And you can tour the old prison island in the bay and hear the stories of daring escape attempts and rumored hauntings, which is kind of weird. But you can still go past old jail cells that they once held there. And that they held, like, certain people, too. You can go to Philadelphia for the dark side of American history. From Betsy Ross's house to Benjamin Franklin's grave, Philadelphia is rich with American history. But... This place also has, like, some serial killers and also on a true... Tr- I don't know what it is with my words today. Okay, guys. Um, on a true crime vacation, why not delve both? Uh, you can look at this tour, the sightseeing and serial killer tour, to visit historical landmarks from the time of the Founding Fathers and hear gruesome stories of some of those uh, murders and all that. And which one... Guys, tell me, which crime destination, these true crime destinations, which one are you more curious about? Which one would you rather go to? Let me know, guys. And I will link, by the way, I will link the Story Corps and the true crime vacation destinations in the U.S. from Expedia.com. I will link all of those in the description of this podcast. We are going on to one last segment where I am going to tell you guys about a poem and that I wrote really recently. It's called Clear Waters, Clear Skies. And it's based on, like, if I wanted to go some dream beach, this is what I wish that it would be like. Clear waters, clear skies. Not a cloud in the sky. Not a gray cloud in the water. Sunny and 80, not below or any hotter. The water's clear like a crystal. Turquoise, as if in a dream or virtual reality game. Oh, life, why can't I go now? The clear waters, clear skies, they want me to bask in that daily sunlight on the seashore. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Short Stories Podcast. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Short Stories Podcast for no more notifications or any prizes that I might be having come up to give away, which in the past we have had one person won an Alexa, an Amazon Alexa. So if you guys want to participate in those, be sure to follow my Instagram for more updates and listen on in here. Everything's linked in the description below. Thanks for listening. Adios, guys. Have a great week. Happy Tuesday or whatever day it is for you guys that are listening. Adios.